Welcome to the Life as an Observer podcast. My name is Ryan Bean. I am your host in self-observation. This podcast is an exploration of physical and non-physical self through discussion around yoga, meditation, self-improvement, self-realization, and practices that elevate the mind-body-soul connection. Let's start observing. Welcome to Life as an Observer. Today is episode one of our podcast. How exciting to have something new to really stimulate our minds and our, our bodies and just kind of this connection that we have to getting better, just being a better human. And that's really what this podcast is about, is really about observing and learning. Now, I guess we got to ask first, what is an observer? What is the reason why we have a whole podcast about being an observer? What does the life of an observer look like? Well, if I look it up, we look for the dictionary version of an observer. It's something like this. It's a viewer or a witness or a bystander, a spectator, something along those lines. But that's not just it. If we were to look up what the opposite of that is, it's saying that we're a participant. So life as an observer, in the way of your healing, in the way of your growing, in the way of your spiritual path, is really saying, I am not the participant here. I am merely watching, viewing, and am able to view this from a very long view, separating myself from the acts, separating myself from the situations. One of my favorite poets is a gentleman named Young Pueblo, and in one of his poems he says that we need to look at ourselves in a way that says, am I observing the situation accurately? Or am I projecting how I feel on what is happening? It's a really interesting concept to say, I'm feeling this, these sensations in my body, I'm feeling my mind getting activated, I'm seeing this situation, but am I seeing it accurately? Or am I simply just projecting all these feelings that are being produced within my body through my endocrine system, the chemicals being produced in a way if I was anxious or stressed? Maybe the adrenaline being pumping through my body as I'm observing a situation, but then I'm reacting. So what we really need to say is what can we observe? What can we observe to get to know ourselves a little bit better. Well, first we really just need to observe our interactions. We can look at the things that we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis, how we drive to work, how we get ready in the morning, how we make our meals, how we interact with our family, and all of our interactions, personal, professional, and just kind of looking at them from a very long view again, saying, how are these serving me? How am I serving them? Are they necessary? Or am I simply caught up in this relationship, almost like a sharing and taking from each other in a way to sustain ourselves to normalcy? Now, another thing we can begin to witness or observe is how we feel. I do this one a lot. <laughs> this one is one where we say, I feel these sensations coming up in my body and I'm recognizing that they're there. 
and just sitting with that. Not trying to change it, not trying to make it anything different, just simply saying, I see you, I feel you. And we can begin to say, okay, that feels like stress. Okay, that feels like anger. Okay, that feels like happiness. It feels like all these different things. So here I am observing how I feel. Another thing we can begin to observe is the energy that surrounds us as we enter a room. Not just our own energy, but that of others. Now, we've certainly come into a room when there has been an argument that has happened, we just missed it, and the energy feels very tense. It feels very, maybe almost angry. So we observe that, and instead of letting the energy take us away and change our state of being, we can observe it saying, ah, something has happened here. I'm coming in at the end of it. This is what's happening in this room, and it has nothing to do with me. Maybe that energy in the room is from a, another, another person, or maybe it is residual from what has happened in the room. Sometimes we feel a sense of calm as we come into someone's meditation space, or we feel that maybe going into a house of worship. Or maybe we feel a little tense as we go into a room that maybe is dirty, or the bed's not made, or there's just something out of place. We can observe that and not take it personally, just begin to observe. Now, how do we go deeper into this? How do we take this information that we have, that we are not always the participant, that maybe we are just simply the observer? How can we go deeper and really learn from this and use it as a tool? Well, I am prompted to talk about the story of Mara and Buddha. Now, those who know this story well or may find this um, as a reminder. And those who haven't heard it before may be learning from the Buddha's teachings. Mara, on the night of the Buddha's enlightenment, was caught throwing arrows and daggers and things at the, the Bodhi tree and the Buddha where he was um, meditating, where he was getting to the space of self-realization and enlightenment well you can imagine if someone's throwing things at you <laughs> that you may get knocked off of your zen you, you may find yourself moving away and of course the buddha's um, uh, followers at that time said buddha what should we do what should we do should we stop mara you all this is happening you will not get yourself Realization, enlightenment, what shall we do? Should we stop Mara? Should we block these blows? What should we do? The Buddha did not respond to that. Did not ask for any help or change the situation in any way. The Buddha simply said, looking Mara directly in the face, said, Mara, I see you. Come. Let's have tea. This is a really powerful statement as it relates to us as an observer. I see you, Mara. I see that you're trying to knock me off of my path. And instead of me reacting, I have the ability to respond. Taking a breath, responding with, I see you. 
come. Being compassionate, loving, kind. I see you, come let's have tea. What this does is it takes the power away. It removes the power struggle. <clears throat> it removes the need to control the situation. I have already stated what I see, and by observing it and pointing it out, it takes away its power. It is a way to dominate or control. In what ways do you see this in your own life? where there is a power struggle. Maybe it's in a relationship or in your job or lots of other scenarios we can find ourselves in where there is a power struggle where we're not communicating and where we're not identifying boundaries. Thus, the Buddha said, I have a boundary. You're not going to throw these things at me. I want you to come have tea with me. Let me welcome you in and bring you closer. Observing and allowing, removing the power. Now, what does this observation create? What does that create for us? As an observer, what does that do for us that we don't already have? Well, this creates the response versus reaction, reaction um, tendencies. Many times we, caught, we get caught up in saying, I'm sorry because I reacted. We get caught up in apologizing because we went with the programming that is in our subconscious. The programming, these walls that we've spent our entire lives building that are sometimes deep within our subconscious and our mind, we get caught up in it, right? We want to react in the way that we've always reacted, the ways that we've seen or we've watched in movies, and we react in a way that is usually not kind, compassionate, and loving. We act in a way that protects us from getting hurt when we respond. We're setting a boundary saying, I feel things arising in my body. I feel this energy changing. I know that it doesn't feel good, or I know that it does feel good. Just depends on what the scenario is. But I know that something is changing. And as a viewer, as a witness, as a spectator, not a participant yet, I can take a breath and I can change my vibration in a way that helps me show up as response rather than react how many times have reactions got you in trouble probably quite a few me too <laughs> so we've talked about what it is to be an observer and what we can observe how we can go deeper and what does it mean um, to show up as a respond versus reaction so what does that observation create Finally, how do we do that? This is just words, right? Even the words you are hearing from me now are simply these ideals or hopeful thinking, right? Hopeful wishes that we can someday do that. Well, how we do that, we have lots of tools, many tools, one of which is breath work and another meditation, another is yoga. And there are so many self-healing tools. Ways that we can draw ourselves away from the narratives that have been given to us as you are this, you are this person, you are this title, you are this role, and you are supposed to show up in this way. Well, we don't have to show up in those ways. We can sit back, respond, 
and show up as an observer, just merely a participant in observing, not a participant in doing. So we have to get out of our thinking mind sometimes. Our thinking mind is that of which will try to keep us safe. It tries. <laughs> sometimes it lies to us. And sometimes our thinking mind leads us away from danger. Even though standing right firm where we are is not necessarily dangerous, but our mind believes it to be. So we show up, we get into ourselves into a situation where the vibration changes, where the feelings change. And maybe we need to step back, doing breath work, just calming the nervous system, moving from that which is in our fight or flight response, changing that within the vagus nerve to where we can stay in play, to where we can just stay there and not let the words or the actions or the vibration of others change our state of being an observer. Meditation is a great way to do that, but many times we don't know how to start. Where do we begin? How do we start a vibration change within ourselves? Yoga, another great tool. There are many, many tools that you can use. And today, I simply want us to, to take a, a step in changing that vibration. I'm going to lead us through a simple breath work that you can use at any time that will lead you to a way to starting a meditation practice. Let us begin just getting into a comfortable position. It can be laying down or it can be seated. And I want you to maybe even imagine that you've walked into a situation where you could react, something that is very triggering for you. Maybe it is simply a task at home didn't get done, or maybe it's something at work that is very uh, frustrating. And instead of doing what you have always done, which is maybe react or talk or argue, Take a step back, just one step. Even if you have to apologize for taking a step back, saying, I need to take a step back right now. I want to have this conversation, but first, let me observe. Let me observe what I'm feeling and thinking before I show up. Doing so, I use a simple technique called box breathing. Now, box breathing is simply just breathing in, holding, releasing, and then holding again, making this box shape with our inhales, exhales, and holds. Doing just a couple rounds of this can bring you into a space where you can show up as an observer. Practice with me. Let's all exhale all the air. Exhale all the breath. And showing up here, maybe you bring your hands to your belly or leaving them in your lap. Maybe just close your eyes here. I want you to just to see if you can. Take a breath in for the count of four, three, two, one. Now hold. Four, three, two, one. Now release. Four, three, two, one. Now hold. Four, three, two, one. And we're going to extend the breath to six. Breathing in through the nose. Six, five, four, three, two, one, now hold. Six, five, four, three, two, one, now release. Six, five, four, three, two, one, now hold. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Breathing in for six. Holding for six. 
releasing for six. And holding for six. Last round, breathing in for six. Holding for six. Releasing for six. And holding for six. Arriving at the bottom of this breath work. You can do as many rounds as you like. You can increase the count to 12 or whatever it is that you need to take a step back from the situation. And you can really go into observing the situation accurately rather than projecting on how you feel on what is happening. Use this as a tool to help you show up as life as an observer. Thank you for joining today. Look for weekly episodes on life as an observer. You can find me on my social media pages as Ryan Bean Yoga or on meditation apps as Ryan Bean. Thanks you for joining today. I appreciate your attendance to today, being an observer with me. See you next week.